pushing buttons and pulling triggers. This is Gun Funny. Welcome to Gun Funny episode 144. Today I'm going to chat with Nick, a.k.a. Pewview, and his cameraman Dalton. Talk about the president's new executive order on social media censoring conservatives, discuss new AKs from Palmetto State Armory, and talk about robotic dogs herding sheep in New Zealand. I am your host, Ava Flannell, and Nick and Dalton, how are you guys doing today? Awesome. Good. I bet we couldn't do that again. (laughs) What, were you guys both say awesome? Yep. I don't know. You guys definitely have some chemistry going on, which we're going to get into here shortly, but you work well together, so we'll just say that. But before we get into that, I'm going to talk about Manicore Arms really quickly. I don't know if you guys are familiar with their products, but one of my favorite parts that Sven developed for Manicore Arms is the transformer rail. It's basically future-proof. You can change out the grip panel. So if it's like M-Lock, Key Mod, Picatinny, even if you just want some really cool wood panels on there or something, sky's the limit. They're in stock right now. Check it out, manicorearms.com. Use the code GUNFUNNY15, and that gets you 15% off. Learn the things you never knew on Deconstructing the Industry. So I asked you to come on the show because I noticed you're up and coming. Your numbers are really starting to grow pretty rapidly. I've talked to a lot of people about you and a lot of people are familiar with your stuff. But for those who aren't, can you just tell listeners what it is that you do? Yeah, I guess we kind of just have a little private range out here. We just do some trick shooting, just random, I don't know, blow stuff up every now and then and try to get TikTok famous. Yeah, which TikTok, we're going to talk about that here shortly. I have no idea how you haven't gotten banned yet. But I don't know. <laughs> uh, don't even get me started. I hate tech talk at this point. But Pretty that's bad. yeah, we'll talk about that later. But in the meantime, so you have a private range. You guys both have day jobs. I know, Nick, you said that you're a lineman. Dalton, what is it that you do? Uh, I do road construction. Okay. So you guys work nine to five. Well, not nine to five. I know you work longer hours than that, but yes, you work more like five to nine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you work during the week and then on the weekends, you guys have nothing better to do than just do these trick shot videos, which are really freaking cool. Thank are you. you, are you, yeah. In fact, actually I was just looking at your Instagram and I noticed one of the videos, the bottle where you tap it, you know, on the top and then on the side. Oh. And it's funny because before I even saw this, this morning I was watching people do that. And I'm like, screw that. I'm going to make a video where I tap it and then I just shoot off the top with a gun and you beat me to it. Yeah. 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 So thanks for that. Pretty good at ruining trends. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. But you guys come up with some pretty brilliant ideas because I know whenever I'm coming up with ideas to make videos for it's, I don't even know. And I'm, I, I think I'm a pretty decent shot, but, but you definitely are really good at it. How long have you been shooting to get where you are now? Um, I think I started probably around eight years old with a shotgun and then uh, just kind of progressed from there. I got my first pistol when I was 11 or 12, somewhere in there. I actually still got that. What yeah, was, I just couldn't What was your first shooting. pistol? I think it was a Heritage Rough Rider 22. Ah, nice. So yeah. a revolver. Yeah. And it's the single action. Around, but yeah. Yeah. Doesn't really do too well now. She's had a couple of thousand runs through. <laughs> right. And then when did you? Yeah, and then, uh, I mean, when did you really hone in on your accuracy? 
probably when I was about 14 or so. I mean, none of my family has ever been really into guns. I mean, some of them hunt every now and then, but getting my parents to buy a 12-year-old a 22 pistol in the first place was a stretch of its own, but I got it done. And yeah, so around 14 and stuff, I really just started to get into action movies and wanted to make that a reality. Is that kind of what influenced yeah. you to get into guns is because of movies and stuff? And then you told your parents, because typically and a yeah, lot of kids will, when they start shooting at such a young age, it's because their parents got them involved, maybe hunting or just taking it up as like hobby, planking, stuff like that. Yeah, honestly, I like, couldn't even put my finger on what got me so obsessed with them. But I remember even as like a little kid, my cousins would want the new Star Wars toys and I would just go get a cap gun, you know, I don't know. I was just <laughs> always drawn to them. Nice. And then Dalton, do you do any shooting or are you just the camera guy? Yeah, so I I plink behind the scenes. I don't do any of that on the camera usually, but no, I we shoot after we get done filming or whatever, we'll shoot a little bit just to shoot and practice accuracy and draw and all that good stuff. And how long have you but, been uh, shooting? I think I took my first shot when I was five. So wait, got, you started uh, shooting even younger and you're not the one doing the trick shots? No. <laughs> Nick took this like I've I've always been like I shoot guns during hunting season and I'll shoot clay pigeons during the summer when I was growing up and duck hunting and stuff like that. But it wasn't like a every weekend I'm shooting kind of thing. It was more of a hey, let's go shooting, burn some ammo, we got some time. Yeah. So he definitely got me into shooting like every weekend and doing this stuff consistently. But the first time I ever shot was actually like a four ten single action. Oh wow. Nice. Or single action, single shot. Yeah. And cool. I got it for my fifth birthday from uh, one of those uncles that's not supposed to buy you the thing, but always does. Yeah. You know? The cool one. Yeah, exactly. So I got a BB gun when I was four and a 410 when I was five. So Definitely how was upgraded. that? Because a 410 not big, but I would imagine for a 10-year-old, was it, or not a 10-year-old, a five-year-old, did it have quite a bit of recoil? Oh, it definitely can recall because there's no recoil pad on a single shot it's just a wood stock <laughs> so i could definitely remember it barking pretty bad but i was immediately hooked dad threw up a couple clay pigeons and we shot it and i was immediately hooked to firearms after that then on out i wanted every shotgun and i was looking at everything i could as i obviously got older and stuff mm -hmm. nice. and when did you guys meet uh i think i've known you since we were like young yeah i think we kind of lived in the same neighborhood when we were pretty much toddlers, and I actually changed schools. We didn't talk for probably 10 years. Later. Yeah, we weren't like best friends our whole life, but we yeah. knew of each other, and we seen each other around, and then then one day a couple of years ago, I seen him, and I think you started talking about guns or something like that. Mm-hmm. Asking me questions about guns. And, and you're yeah. like, what a coincidence. I like guns, too. And then you guys That's started the hanging out every weekend. Ever. No kidding. Right. I, I know. Because there's nothing worse than, especially if you really like somebody and then they're like, I don't like guns. And you're like, all right, well, nice knowing you. Hope I never see you again. All right, see ya. <laughs> yeah. That's not American. Yeah, I can't even like start a conversation with somebody anymore unless it has something to do with firearms. Like, I just don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got to ask, how many times do you guys typically film something before you get it right? Oh, well, if we're doing trick shot stuff like that, we'll start practicing the shot before we even start rolling. And even some of them, like some of the hip shot stuff I do, mm -hmm. I'll do it for a couple of weeks, a couple of months before I feel confident in the shot and we'll start recording. Oh, nice. But because... most of the stuff I've been doing since I was younger, you know, like the bullet flip. Yeah. Well, because I noticed that for 
there's quite a few things that you do where you will, I don't know, do something crazy, maybe the bullet flip or whatever, and then basically shoot the gun without even looking at the target and hits the target. Oh, yeah. And that's pretty yeah, impressive. It's, not, it's not as difficult as people think. Like, if you look at the target prior, you kind of remember where it's at. Muscle memory. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But don't let him fool you. After this stuff I've tried, and I feel dumb doing it, so. Yeah. <laughs> and where do you guys come up with the ideas for the videos? I just kind of drive around and, <laughs> hey, that sounds cool. <laughs> Most of the time, we just wing it. We come out here and yeah, or see something. We'll both be at work, and he'll call me and be like, don't let me forget about this idea. It just popped <laughs> in my head. <laughs> That's true. Nice. What are your intentions? What do you plan on doing with this? And is it just a hobby or do you plan on taking this to farther measures or what? I guess. Do you want to be Instagram famous? (laughs) I guess. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Like I said, I'm pretty good at winging stuff. So I guess whatever happens, happens. But yeah, I don't know. I just don't think there's very many people out there that are doing what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to bring a little bit of a the fun to the two way community, you know? So mm-hmm. everybody's really serious and uptight about everything. I kind of want to do my part to get rid of that. I mean, you should take firearms seriously, obviously, but yeah, but you don't have to don't be know, people super need to serious. Up a little bit. Yeah, no, I agree with right. that. That's why I try to keep have a sense of humor. A, exactly. Have fun in a safe manner. Yeah. Like, there you I go. Don't. I'm not very safe, but I am on a private range, and most of the stuff that I'm doing that's super dangerous, I'm by myself. Mm-hmm. I'm in my med kit. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Are you familiar with 22 Plinkster? I am. Kind of similar shots. He's obviously shooting mostly 22s, but you guys have similar, I mean, kind of similar trick shots. He's always very impressive. I will never get tired of looking at trick shots. Just because it's just so much more entertaining than even just watching somebody do three gun go through a stage or something. Right. So it's something that looks challenging, maybe something that you would want to try or something. Because those are one in a million shots though have like a lot of them are super how does that happen? Yeah. Right. Although you are right, because I've tried even splitting the card in half. I remember the first time I saw because twenty two Plinkster he gives out his business cards or I think maybe autograph cards that he shot and then he laminates them together. And I remember getting one of those and I was like, wow, this is just so cool. I wonder if I could ever do that. And I tried, I don't know, maybe like a year ago. And I was like, oh, this is actually easier than I would have thought it would have been. So you definitely have to be accurate and have great shooting fundamentals and stuff like that. But some of them are easier than it does look. And then some of them, I'm sure it looks easy and it's probably super freaking hard. Oh, yeah. What do you think is... Some of the most simple things are just impossible to do. And then when it comes to splitting a card or driving a nail in, yeah. it seems easy. Yeah, right. What is the most challenging trick shot that you've done? Ooh. I'd have to say a lot of the hip shot stuff at a distance is very challenging. It takes me quite a while. If I'm using like a Glock or a 1911, it's got different grip angles, so it confuses, you know, where to hold it from the hip. Mm-hmm. So I have to take a few shots and group on paper and then to hit a swinging bottle. I don't know if you see my most recent video. Yeah, I did. Yep, that was cool. Yeah, that's, or anything that involves my inconsistencies. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, because you are, you're used as a prop pretty often in those videos. But then I wonder, who the hell is recording this? If the camera guy is used as a prop. <laughs> yeah. yeah, most of the time it's on a tripod. When it's Before it was a tripod, it was random things that would hold a phone. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> That's funny. Well, we had a tripod sitting in the Jeep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the whole time. 
we don't have time for that. Yeah, <laughs> All right, I'm going to take a quick break and talk about SB Tactical real quick. SB Tactical has two new braces out for the Remington TAC-13. It's considered a personal defense shotgun. If you haven't seen it, it has the pistol grip, which can be difficult for a lot of people to control and shoot accurately. So as a result, SB Tactical came out with two braces. They look like the SBA-3 or the SBA-4, and it just connects to the back of the TAC-13. And those are both available on the website for $269.99. If you use the code GUNFUNNY15, you will get 15% off. And that is at sb-tactical.com. All right, next. So I got to ask, what guns are you running typically? Like for carry use? or uh, You know what? Just both. What do you typically use? What's your go-to for trick shots? And then what do you carry? I carry a uh, Glock 19. Sometimes this little uh, SIG. 365 mm-hmm. just as a light gun where I'm going to the gas station or something. But I carry a uh, T-Rex arms sidecar with a Glock 19 in it. I got uh, four Glock 19s I use in a carry rotation, all custom. And yeah, I'm obsessed with Glock. I think that's kind of just what I'm used to and what I've shot best for the last five, six years. Yeah. And I'm kind of like right there with you. Yeah. I mean, if it works, it works. Yeah. Know? Well, and I've I think tried other pistols, exactly. And I have too. Yeah. I think you kind of hit the nail on the head. They all have different angles and stuff. So what shoots really well for me based on the way that my body, like my anatomy versus somebody else. That's why when people as an, an instructor and everybody's like, well, what gun should I buy? It really just depends. It could feel great in your hand, but maybe you're not going to shoot it as accurately. I love the exactly. HK VP9. And for whatever reason, it just didn't really shoot well for me. So um, <laughs> really? Because I really, really wanted to love that gun. The ergonomics, the way it feels, everything was great about Absolutely. it. And then I'm just not as accurate. I could shoot, with, but I was still just off just a hair, whereas my Glock, that's my go-to. And even just right out of the box stock, I can shoot really well with it. Uh, not, I, guess, I guess I can shoot all right with it, but aesthetically, they're just super ugly to me. So I always have to dump a bunch of money into it and make it for me. You know? What make are some of the things that... Good. Yeah, that makes sense. So what are the things that you do that you think improve your shooting? I guess I can probably just grab a stock lock and shoot damn near just as good. But I prefer a lighter trigger, a red dot, different sights, front serrations. I'm pretty picky when it comes to my pistols. But yeah, I mean, a stock lock is fine. It's shootable. I just Mm -hmm. prefer to deck it out and make it a little more shootable for me. Okay. I really like light triggers. I am a trigger snob. I got. Oh, yeah, me too. I think the heaviest trigger I got is probably three pounds. What triggers do you typically prefer to put in your gun? I am obsessed with agency. Every pistol I have, usually I go with agency. Nice. The flat face. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm also kind of a trigger snob. Do you do any other types of shooting? I mean, I did a competition, like a pistol competition, and then some bullseye competition for a little while, I think in 2017. Mm -hmm. I did 26 of them. I won all 26 of them, but then that range stopped doing the competition. So, And the next one is like a three-hour drive for me, so I just kind of shoot at my own range now. Yeah. And I remember talking to you, I don't know, maybe it was a few months ago, and I reached out and I was like, hey, awesome videos. And then you're like, yeah, well, you know, because you're in Idaho, right? Iowa. Oh, Iowa. Yeah, same diff. Uh, <laughs> and, and you're like, yeah, well, 
<laughs> right. You're like, there's nothing else to do around here. Right. Which is funny because actually I have two friends that live in South Dakota and they're in the oil oh, industry. Oh, that's so much worse. And yeah. yeah. Definitely. Oh, I know. There's one road, one convenience store. So him and my other friend that moved there with them, all they do is shoot. And when they came back just to visit, they are so freaking good now. Whereas before I used to shoot better than them. And now I'm like, yeah, they blow us out of the water. They are really, really good. So it just goes to show practice does make things kind of perfect. Absolutely. I'll even, I make it a point to shoot like four or five times a week, minimum four. Even if it's dark, I get off work late or whatever. I'll grab some flashlights and a light bar on the Jeep and just go out there and shoot. Wow. That's pretty crazy. On top of that, uh-huh. I was going to say, they say that a, a gun's a tool. Well, it's no different than a carpenter with a hammer. I suck hitting nails with a hammer, but a carpenter does it every time because practice makes perfect. Yeah. Consistency, muscle memory, using a tool makes you, you don't have to think about, is my grip okay? Am I on target? It comes down to Nick just pulls out and could close both eyes and hit five targets in a row because it's muscle memory to Mm -hmm. him, you know, and I'm starting to get that way where I can like draw, reload, all that stuff. Well, Dalton, if it makes you feel better. I don't know how to hit nails that accurately either, so I suck at you know, hammering. <laughs> I know how to so. hit my thumbs pretty good. <laughs> yeah, no yeah, kidding. Crap out of my thumb, but yeah. So do you guys? I shoot a gun, though. So I got to ask: <laughs> Do you guys impress all the local ladies with your, your trick shots? Uh, we're we're both taken, so. Oh okay, okay. Because I figured it out. Like, <laughs> well, then that I guess if you guys are both married, then or you're in a relationship, then it makes sense you're not out looking for a partner you have plenty of time to practice Don't shooting keep us away from cooties right. <laughs> there you go <laughs> more time for shooting that way <laughs> yeah going back to tiktok how is it that you've managed to not get kicked off because anytime that i post a video it's oh violates the standards and i'm really but it's okay for some 10 year old half naked girl to make a video but it's not okay for me to just show that i'm shooting a gun right yeah, it drives me absolutely nuts. They flag about every other one of my videos, and I've been shadow banned more times than I can count. <laughs> I'm surprised my account is still active, to be honest. But Persistency is key. Yeah, yeah. Right. I think it also kind of helps with the hashtags that you use, because I just stopped using any gun-related hashtags. Use Airsoft. It seems like, I mean, most of the time they'll get flagged, so they're not allowed on For You page, uh-huh. but it'll stick. It'll yeah. stay on my page, which is all I ask for. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I just use TikTok at this point to make videos, to add music and stuff to my videos, but I don't really care too much about my account. Yeah, it's a hell of an editor, right? That's basically what I use it for, just an editor, so mm-hmm. I don't get copyright infringement on music. Yeah, exactly. And they have a lot of music to choose from. And then even Tiger King, when Tiger King oh, you know, yeah. came out, and then they had so many funny music. Oh, like, I that whole album was on that. Yeah. In that aspect, it is kind of a nice tool to use. Right. I ain't going to lie, though. That guy had a dope-ass album. <laughs> right? No kidding. I'm like, man, what did this guy not do? He did meth. Right. He made music videos. He had all the freaking tigers. I stopped watching that show after the third episode <laughs> because the complete disregard for firearm safety made me so mad that I just stopped watching it. Right? I know. It's just a super weird show altogether. I was like, this is probably what everyone in the world thinks the Midwest is like, and I'm not doing it. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, I know it is kind of cringeworthy. 
All right. So one last question. What are your future plans? Do you have any trick shots planned for the future? And this show comes out Monday, by the way. I guess we got three lined up we're going to try today. And what are those? Well, I guess really the only trick shot we're going to be doing is I'm going to throw a water water bottle up on the table and hit the cap off of it. Nice. Just a nice little filler for TikTok. Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, but usually how it goes is we got something planned and we never do what was planned. We just kind of ended up winging some other video. Hey, I have an idea. Let's do this. All right. Yeah, it sounds like my arranged days. (laughs) (laughs) Seems to work out, though. So do you shoot mostly inside then, or...? No, it's it's easy to shoot, record my videos indoors just because where I am, and I'm sure it's it's probably pretty windy where you guys are, but you know, when you're in the middle of nowhere and I hate having to deal with, I could deal with cold and hot, but the minute it's windy and things are blowing everywhere and there's dust getting all over my camera equipment, it just seems like it's so much easier to just go to an indoor range, set up, shoot, and then leave. And then I'll typically record my experience and what I think about the gun and stuff at home or in my office or something like that. But I do have access to a few outdoor ranges and I have a lot of steel targets too. But I was just kind of waiting for the weather to get a little bit nicer, which it's here. So I should be pushing out more videos where it's outdoors because I know it's a lot better for filming. It just looks better, but it's just more of a pain in the ass for me to do. Yeah, same Half the time, Dalton's got to cup his hand around the (laughs) microphone just to keep out some of the wind. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, that's what people don't realize is a lot of these places where there's shooting ranges or areas where you can shoot, it's kind of in the middle of nowhere, so there's nothing blocking the wind. And then large and flat. Yeah, and then it's usually super dusty, and I just I leave there feeling like, cool, I got to go home, wash my hair again, even though I washed it this morning because my hair is coated in dirt and eyelashes, and I mean, it's just, it's horrible. Things. Yeah, it's yeah. it's not a good look, okay? <laughs> so, yeah, that's why I typically do indoors. And plus, I know the guys that own the indoor range, and they let me have a private range to myself, so it's kind of nice. That is pretty cool. Yeah. I was going to say, I've been to an indoor range, and it feels like when you're in the cube, like, I call it a cubicle, but <laughs> you're like... When you go from shooting outdoors and you can transition targets and do whatever, basically whatever you want to shooting like single file, it turns into more like an accuracy test than just yeah. like shooting. Yeah. And that's where indoors would be the accuracy thing. That's where you get really good at practicing because there's no outer elements that could that are bother affecting you it. To uh-huh. get really, but to get really good at transitioning targets and different depths and ranges and stuff like that, that's where I think the outdoor is way better. Yeah, I agree with that. Although the range, when I have a private range, I can kind of move around and stuff. So I'm not limited to a lane. But as far as the public range, you're right. And it's so much louder, too. It took me forever to get used to how loud it was. And now it's like it doesn't even phase me. But I can't imagine the SBR in there because I took I had a 10 and a half AR that I took one time just to, I had to zero my EOTech that I got for it. And it was so loud, I didn't even want to shoot it. (laughs) I was wearing muff double plugged and everything. That's funny. Rattling you. For those who want to find you on social media, what are your social media handles? Is uh, PewViewYT over on Instagram. I think it's just PewView on Facebook and then also PewViewYT on TikTok. Okay. TikTok usually sees all the trick shots and videos and all that stuff first because I use it as an editor. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, cool. All right, awesome. Well, moving forward, we are going to talk about IWI real quick. (laughs) 
So I teamed up with IWI, one of our newest advertisers, and we are giving away a Masada pistol. In order to enter this giveaway, it's going for two weeks. Once the show comes out, it'll be another week before we draw a winner. In order to enter, you have to go to Gun Funny Podcast on Instagram. That's at Gun Funny Podcast. No spaces or underscores. Go to the original post where it has the Masada pistol and you have to like Gun Funny as well as IWI.us on Instagram and then tag two of your friends. And you can enter for every two friends that you tag, you get entered again. So it's not like you just enter once and that's it. You can enter multiple times and then I am going to go live on Instagram um, after two weeks. After two weeks, draw a lucky winner using random.org, I think it's called, so that you know everything is legit and I'm not just choosing somebody that I know. Really excited about that. Also, Blown Deadline did an awesome Cerakote job. They did the multi-cam black on it. And then there's a little engraving of the Gun Funny logo on it. It's really cool. Nothing else. Go to the Instagram pages to check it out. And now it's time for Political AF. Politics. What is going on in the world today? It's Political AF. Kind of funny. Executive Order on Preventing Online Censorship. And this happened after President Trump's tweets got flagged for being fake news and Also, there was one that they felt that kind of was pushing violence, I think, because he said that the minute that and this goes with George Floyd, with all the protests and stuff, he said that the minute that looting starts, that they're going to get their guns out or something. Don't quote me. That wasn't his exact quote. But as a result, Twitter said that that sounded violent and they flagged him. So this led Trump to take action. And now he is making sure that a lot of these outlets such as Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, that they're not censoring people and doing away with our First Amendment rights. The order would cut federal funding for tech companies that engage in censorship as well as remove statutory liability protections for them under Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act of 1996. Section 230 says that no provider or user of interactive computer service shall be treated as the publisher or speaker of any information provided by another information content provider. I'm kind of really curious to see how this is going to play out because I think, for one, it's really needed. I hate that TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, they all censor a lot of the stuff. Lately, if you write the word coronavirus on Facebook, it gets flagged and immediately they're deleting stuff. And it's just, I get that they don't want bad information or fake information going. But it's social media. Anybody can make fake information. Exactly. Google something. You're probably going to get 10 things that aren't accurate anyways. Yeah, exactly. So they just don't want bad information circulating. But as you said, I think really it's own censorship. And if it doesn't go with their political views or something like that, now they're they're censoring it. And the 2A community has felt this. You can't publish an ad or anything, promote an ad, anything that has to do with gun related. Even though I don't sell guns and I have a training company, I cannot promote any sort of training it automatically gets flagged or it doesn't get promoted. There's a lot of accounts that people on YouTube have been shut in or Instagram accounts that have been completely shut down because it's going against their guidelines, which it really isn't. When you read the guidelines, it just says that you can't sell guns and stuff like that. 
Here we go. I found the quote. One of President Trump's tweets, one of them was, these thugs are dishonoring the memory of George Floyd, and I won't let that happen. Just spoke to Governor Tim Waltz and told him that the military is with him all the way, any difficulty, and we will assume control. But when the looting starts, the shooting starts. Thank you, Trump. I don't disagree with that. Oh, yeah. This whole thing is ridiculous. Like, it's ridiculous. It's not protesting. It's just... Absolutely. It's an act of terrorism. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. On your own country. Exactly. Destroying their own city. I don't get what the hell they're doing, but it's like two hours from us. Well, think about a lot of the videos that are being published where people are just vandalizing and stealing from Target. What the hell did Target do? It's not even a government institution. And there's really just no rhyme or reason. I agree. But yeah, we'll see how this plays out. I hope actually that there are some changes that come about from this, but who knows? I'm not keeping my fingers crossed. All right, Sharps Bros. If you follow Sharps Bros on Instagram, you'll see there is a new lower coming out, and I have no idea what it is. It was kind of just put out there that a new lawyer is coming out. I'm not sure when. I'm guessing it's probably soon if they're advertising and hyping it up a bit. So pretty excited to see what it is. I'm sure that you'll hear it on their social media first. So stay tuned. In the meantime, check out their other products at sharpsbros.com. Q&A. There's no such thing as a stupid question. Just kidding. Visit gunfunny.com forward slash contact to submit yours. Today's question is, what question do you wish people would stop asking you? How many tries? Every time <laughs> I post something, there's at least 25 people that say, how many tries? That makes sense. I could understand That's a fair that. Question. Well, a fair yeah. question, but it ruins the effect. Right. right? Like, I'm going to tell you first try. Regardless of how many right. Tries no kidding. Say. You're like, yeah, forget I was there literally 48 hours straight and finally got it. But you're like, oh, yeah, three attempts, no big deal. <laughs> yeah, really, though, the one, have you ever seen a video of me throwing a bullet off of my boot and landing in my breech? Uh, yeah, that took about four hours to do. Oh, my gosh. I don't know if I'd have the patience yeah, for that. Pass out by the, end of that. <laughs> the best one, I think, though, is what video was it where you were nailing a trick shot and i called you in the middle and it stopped recording oh my god that's got so bad <laughs> oh that's god, I can't remember. actually i just oh god i can't even remember i don't know but it took me a while to do it something i've never tried before and i just kept the camera rolling the whole time and i was recording on my phone and i finally hit it walked up to my phone and it was ringing oh. <laughs> so as soon as i hit it dalton called me so let's learn airplane mode every time i start recording now. yeah no kidding I think for me, one of the common questions that I always get asked is, what is it like being a female in the gun industry? Fair question. Yeah. I'm also kind of curious. Uh, For the most part, it has its pros and cons. There's a lot of people that are really nice to you, and then there's people that are total jerks, and anytime they want to put you down, they base it on your looks. Oh, that girl's just super ugly. But you're not going to put a guy down and say that they're super ugly. It's just weird how, I guess that's with everything in society, not just within the gun industry. But I think in any male dominant industry, you have to work extra hard just so that people take you seriously. And I want people to think I'm not a gun bunny. There's a reason why you will never see me post on social media 
on my professional pages, like even showing cleavage or anything like that. So yeah, I was also going to mention that you had said it was hard being a female in the gun industry unless you're barely wearing any clothes and shooting a shotgun for the first time. That'll get 60 million views. But if you're actually serious about it, doing something productive and yeah. something that I would want to watch, you know, it's just got to be a little bit difficult. I know it is. And it's also frustrating because you're like, well, these people did not work as hard as I worked and they get instantly well-known and and it's really right. just because they're half naked. But I don't really care about that as much anymore. It's just, it is what it is. And I'm still glad with the route that I took. I think the biggest thing for girls in any, like you said, male dominant industry is a lot of males are not like not confident enough or like they have self-esteem issues. Yes. So that if they ever see a female that can do anything better than them, they're like, nope, she doesn't belong. Get out. Like, That's a good fucking point. No, that <laughs> like, is so true. Many- Try being in the dating right now, dating somebody, it is so fucking hard because the minute you tell them what you do, well, even if you do, you have more guns than me. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, even if you do, if you find somebody who's, you know, a gun enthusiast, all right, maybe they have five guns or something, but you know that you're going to have way more guns than them. You're probably going to shoot better than them. And it's just, you got to really be very confident to, I think, date a woman who is, dominating I can't, or something exactly i can't imagine being in your shoes and there's a guy that's like oh yeah i carry every day and then you get there and he's carrying a high point <laughs> <laughs> i'd be like all right yeah my girlfriend just called it's an emergency i gotta go <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure anyway speaking about guns palmer 80 do you guys have any experience with palmer 80 i do i actually like them a lot Okay, cool. Have you built any of their ARs or is it just tandems? I have not tried their ARs. I've wanted to try an AR, but I haven't had the, like, just haven't had the want to or the time to actually get the stuff to mill out. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Well, they do have them available on their website right now. It's the RL556V3 and it features the Palmer 80s proprietary Palmer, basically, I guess, frame. Flared Magwell, a beefier mil-spec buffer tube housing. Basically, the kit includes an 80% polymer, lower receiver, jig, trigger hole drill guide, and drill bits in an end mill. And if you want to pick that up today, head on over to Palmer80.com. Don't forget to use the code Palmer80, and that gets you 15% off. Tactic Talk. Discussing popular guns and gear. Love it? Hate it? Find out now. Are you guys by chance AK fans? Yeah, not as much as like an AR or something, but I've never really played with them. Okay. Because they are kind of up and coming. They're really gaining popularity. Palmetto State Armory, they came out with the PSAK-47 as well as the AKV. And the AKV, I love that gun. It's chambered in 9mm. It's a freaking ton of fun to shoot. But they are coming out with three new models in the next couple of weeks. And they did announce this at SHOT Show, but I think now it's close to finally coming out. So they have the GF4, which is the next generation of the PSA 47. They have the AK-74, which is chambered in 5.45 by 39. And then the AK-103, which is an AK improved from 1994. And they haven't disclosed which one's coming out first, but apparently they're pretty close with everything. 
One of the things that I did hear is with the AK-74 model, ammo isn't really as readily available due to importation restrictions. So PSA is actually working on having ammo available on their site along with the guns because there's nothing worse than having a gun and then you don't have the ammo or can't find it anywhere. But nine millimeter during coronavirus. Oh, gosh. You know, that was one of the questions I was going to ask is now that you guys shoot as much as you do, because I know my friends in South Dakota, they were going through a thousand rounds a week. And now they're like, yeah, we kind of pumped the brakes a little bit because the price is like doubled. It definitely got more expensive, but in our area, it's not as gone as most other states. I'm still able to get nine millimeter. It's just, it flies off the shelf a lot quicker. So when he's got three, 4,000 rounds, I'm buying three, 4,000 rounds. Yeah. That makes sense. So I, got, you know, I know. Absolutely. And it's crazy. Kind of stop being so picky after there's really no option. Yeah. It doesn't matter what brand, as long as even steel case ammo isn't a bad idea sometimes. Yeah. I haven't gotten to that far where I've bought steel casing, but I have gotten some aluminum. <laughs> and oh, brands, brands, I'm like, ah, it doesn't matter. Even if it's the cheapest stuff, I don't care. <laughs> All right. Moving forward, Trigger Brew. I'm excited to announce that I love their products so much that I became an owner in the company. Really excited about that. If you're not familiar with Trigger Brew, they make coffee, jerky, energy drinks. I have a lot of stuff planned for the near future. Uh, as far as coffee, you can get it ground, whole bean, K-cups, lots of different options. Check it out at triggerbrew.com. Don't forget to use the code GUNFUNNY and you will get 20% off. Stupid, funny, cool, interesting, awesome, as... Never mind. AF. I don't know if you guys have seen this robot dog. A few weeks ago, I talked about it where it was in Singapore and they had this robot dog going around in the parks telling people to stay six feet apart and no congregating and stuff like that. Anyways, this freaking dog is freaky. It's seen here in the U.S. occasionally within a bunch of different countries. And just the way if you like just Google robot dog, you can see it's just I don't know. I just don't like the way it looks. It freaks me out. But anyways, They are now using robot dogs to herd sheep in New Zealand, and it actually seems to be pretty effective. They're using it like terrains that would be dangerous for even a dog to go on, but it it makes very little sense to me because I'm like, well, if a dog, which humans, animals, we have balance, I can't really imagine that these robot dogs are going to know exactly how to keep a balance without falling down like a mountain or something. I don't know. I mean, they must have it figured out because they said that it's working. But yeah, anyways, this robot dog's name is Spot. And even though the name's cute, the actual robot dog is not cute. But yeah, it looks kind of creepy. I also just want to say this kind of makes you think, are robot dogs going to be replacing real dogs? This is a real fear, you know? I mean, think about grocery stores. All these machines are now replacing actual people working there at checkout lines. So are these going to replace dogs? Because my next question is, are there going to be dogs that are the size of tickles? Because I only like small dogs and my dog's only four pounds. So that's a pretty small robot. (laughs) So I'm just putting that out there. Exactly. I need big dogs. I got a couple of huskies. Oh, I just the only good thing about a robot dog is they wouldn't fucking shed like huskies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what comes to mind. So I like big dogs too. I just don't like when they drool, when their wet noses touch you. I mean, even my even my little dog sheds a lot. So I could just imagine like bigger dogs. So yeah. I get I think you. I'll take all the fur and drool over 
trying to cuddle a piece of metal. Oh, whatever. <laughs> okay, that's it. You're getting kicked off this show. <laughs> 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 Moving on to Triarch Systems, another uh, new advertiser. In fact, actually, you should check out Triarch Systems because they do a lot of work on Glocks. You want stippling, undercut, slide serrations, window cuts, optic cuts. They do all kinds of stuff. They also have like a lot of my language. Yeah, they have a lot of cool Cerakoting options. I've seen their work. There's a lot of people out there that do Glock work and it's just hideous. And you're like, okay, I don't know who stippled that, but it must have been your first time. Whereas Triarch, yeah, they do, yeah, they do some really great work. So check out their stuff at TriarchSystems.com. Use Triarch Systems coupon code AVA, A-B-A, and you will receive a 5% off. All right, now it's time for iTunes reviews. So I noticed that you guys did kind of step up your game and a few of you left some iTunes reviews. We are still in need of more. So I'd really appreciate it if you guys went on iTunes. If you have an iPhone, it's super easy. Just find the iTunes podcast app, search for Gun Funny, and bam. Today's bam, iTunes reviews. The first one is Wicked Digger 101, five stars, entertainment overload. The show itself offers a lot of good information and knowledge. As if that wasn't enough, there's an amazing Patreon community to be part of as well. Plus, Tickles, what else could you ask for? And Tickles is my dog, so at least somebody likes my dog, okay? They don't <laughs> call her like little metal bird bones or whatever. <laughs> and then second is Dale B556, Captain Crunch versus Fruity Pebbles. Captain Crunch is brutal, but far superior to soggy Fruity Pebbles. Sometimes we just mm. have to suffer a bit for our meals. Great episode with valuable insight from Kevin and a cool piece of gear to run for the Mantis on the P365. So every show I pick a lucky winner out of those two, would you pick the first or the second to win a prize pack? Well, I'm Fruity Pebbles all the way, so I'm going with the first guy. All right, Wicked Digger, contact me and I will send out a prize pack. And on that note, we are going to be wrapping up. Guys, check me out at gunfunny.com. There's links to everything. If you want to support the show and say you enjoy it and you just want to support the show by donating like $5 a month or $3 or whatever, you could do so by going to patreon.com forward slash gunfunny. If you are a $5 Patreon for three or more months, you actually get a Patreon only gunfunny patch, which will never be for sale. So there's that. And Blown Deadline also gives away a $300 gift certificate to a lucky Patreon every month. I wanted to thank the $25 patrons who are Corbin Bonafide, Iraq Veteran 8888, Ryan Morrison, Elliot and Mike Pappas, Joe Lyons, Justin Paulson, Jason Anderson, Joshua Hamp, Sportsman's Guide, and Daniel Treadwell. King of the Patreons is still Jon Snow. He wants me to say, in the last shooting competition, Operator Tickles, again my dog, entered. She scored perfect hits on 11 out of 10 targets using only six bullets. So yeah, Nick, step aside. You got some competition. That's pretty good. Tickles is going to take you down, man. Yeah, and especially after you just basically bashed her on air. She's really going to go after you now. I hate to say it, but I kind of feel bad for you. But on that note, I'm going to let you get out of here, prepare for the worst. But real quick, before you leave, if you could just remind listeners where they can find you on the internet. Just uh, PewViewYT over on Instagram and TikTok, and then just PewView if you want to look on our Facebook. All right. Awesome. Well, on that note, guys, thank you so much for spending the last hour with me, and we are out of here.
Want to send feedback? Tell us about a company or anything else. Go to gunfunny.com forward slash contact.